everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing pretty well. Excellent. I, I know this isn't a video show, but uh, if people could see this, you are multitasking right now. Well, yeah, I mean, why not? You are doing nail polish work and recording a podcast because just... you're, you're multi-talented. <laughs> My nail polish takes a long time to come off. It needs to soak, so why not? So you're soaking one finger at a time as yes. we as we record. Yes. Excellent. I'm a multitasker. All right. Let's start with the Disney Parks blog, as we usually do. Um, they released a virtual viewing of Tangled the Musical, and that's um, from the performances that they do on the Magic. That's right. I posted it this weekend. It is Disney's Tangled the Musical, which is a stage show. Um, if you've ever cruised on the Magic, uh, what, over the past two or three years, you've seen it. Uh, it is part of their Tangled Day, and uh, they turn one of the uh, bars into the Snuggly Duckling, and then they have some of the characters from Tangled around the ship. It's a it's a pretty fun day, and the show's pretty good. It is. It's cute. Um, it's just fun how they do that on the ship. But yes, I'll have to go back and watch this because it's been a couple of years since I saw it on the Magic, so it'd be nice to see that again. Um in San Diego, uh, Comic-Con is taking place, well, sort of, the San Diego Comic-Con is taking place in your home. That's right. Um, and as part of that, they have um, released or announced the release of The Art of Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, which is a new book. That's right. The book is an exclusive look at the land's creation. It was announced at uh, Comic-Con, and it is uh, a book that talks about the concept art, the design, uh, that ultimately define the immersive lands. There's interviews with the lands creators from Walt Disney Imagineering as well as Lucasfilm. And it it takes a look at what goes into making an entire land uh, that's totally immersive like that. So uh, it will be out, uh, I guess, in the spring of 2021, but it is now available for ordering. Okay. So uh, if you're interested and you like the Imagineering stuff, it should be a good read. Very good. We'll probably have a copy. Makes a good Christmas present for me. I don't want a copy. I don't need. We don't need a copy. We don't need another coffee table book. What What I would like is if you actually talk towards the microphone instead of looking at your nails. Oh, sorry. All right. Um, let's see. Saturday, July twenty fifth was uh, brought us halfway to Christmas. That's right. And to celebrate, I guess Disney Parks blog was doing a Christmas in July. They are doing a ton of Christmas in July stuff. So they have a Christmas in July page. They have an entire section of Deck of the Halls with do-it-yourself decor, so you can make Mickey snowflakes. They have uh, how to make your own Mickey snow mouse, how to do a Mickey centerpiece, Mickey pom-pom wreath, trim your tree with uh, Mickey-inspired marble glass ornaments, how to do a felt ornament from the, our friends at D23. Uh, they have some video from, their, from the ABC series Great Christmas Light Fight. Um, they have a list of movies that are available on Disney Plus that are Christmas-themed. They have uh, a Disney Yule Log, which isn't really a fire, uh, but it is Main Street in the Magic Kingdom um, with a continual snowfall. So they Aww. do the snowfall there during a couple of the parties. Right. And it's one hour of snowfall on the ma in the Magic Kingdom. Nice. Then they've got five recipes for holiday cookies, uh, some hot chocolate recipes, and then there are some uh Christmas videos from some of the Disney Channel and Disney Christmas uh, parade stars. Okay. So it is a totally immersive uh, Christmas treat in July. Fabulous. Just yes. what I wanted. And then the last thing that they have is a recipe for a 
mini gingerbread bundt cake with orange vanilla sauce, which comes from the Disneyland Resort. Okay. Very doesn't good. say where in the Disneyland Resort, but Just it does somewhere. come from the it's Disneyland Resort. Somewhere. It's happening there. Right. Okay. Um, and in some sad news, we're going to, we're going to hit all these sad news stories starting out, uh, Regis Philbin passed away. That's right. Disney legend Regis Philbin, uh, passed away at 88. Um, he, his, so not only was he a longtime ABC employee, as you know, a lot of you may remember him as the host of, um, Regis and Kathy Lee, Regis and Kathy Lee, as well as who wants to be a millionaire, uh, which originated on ABC. But he was also the host of the Disney Parks Christmas Parade from 1991 to 2008. He also lent his voice to Lilo and Stitch the series and Hercules television show. And for those of you who ever got to see Superstar Limo for the short time it was a ride in California Adventure, Regis was a part of that. Oh, I never even heard of that. So rest in peace, Reg. Yeah, super sad news. Um, also in disappointing news... Um, it, the Disneyland Resort, they have announced that there is not going to be an Oogie Boogie Bash this year. That's right. While this is also disappointing news, at least no one died in this story. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, so Oogie Boogie Bash debuted last year at California Adventure. It replaced the popular Mickey's Halloween Party. Um, so there there are no new dates for the Oogie Boogie Bash uh, in 2021. but um, Or are there any announcements for any of the other Halloween time details? But they expect this to go forward uh, probably in 2021. Yeah, it was hugely successful last year. They kept adding more dates. So uh, I'm sure they're not happy that they had to cancel that. But yep. no one's happy about most of the things that are happening these days. So, um, all right. What else have we got? Universal. Universal canceled something too. That's right. Universal canceled their Halloween Horror Nights for Wait, 2020. Wait, I thought we were just talking about how they were interviewing people for the positions. They were, but they've decided <laughs> to cancel it. And uh, the, the rough thing about that is this was the... 30th year they were doing it so you know it's, uh, that's a, that's a pretty big milestone um they've said that their team is already working on 2021 making it bigger and better than uh you know than it has been in past years all right um disney and a mobile game developer have released uh, a new mobile game called disney wonderful worlds well they haven't released it yet it's uh, pre-registration is oh. available right now okay disney 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 and game publisher Ludia Incorporated have announced Disney Wonderful Worlds, which is a match-three decoration builder game, uh, which will launch in the App Store and Google Play. The new game will give players the opportunity to experience a Wish Upon a Star, wish upon a star storyline while building and customizing their own Disney theme park. So no park will look alike, and each world will be as unique as the players themselves. So... Okay. Uh, if you're interested, go to your gaming platforms and sign up at that. Sounds cool. Um, and oh, here I don't really understand the story, but I'm going to say it this way: Star Wars has some made-up holidays, and they're coming to a Disney resort near you. That is the that is very well uh, done. Okay, because that is what it is. Uh, there's a new book out: Star Wars Galaxy's Edge: The Traveler's Guide to Batu. Uh, the book goes into detail about the in-park experience, and it talks about three local holidays. And when we say local, we mean local to the planet Batu, which is the section uh, of the galaxy or planet in the galaxy on which uh, Galaxy's Edge lives. Um, so there are three holidays, Black Spire Day, the Harvest Festival, and Life Day. And rumor has it that these events are going to be coming to Disneyland and Disney World to be celebrated. 
Black Spire Day will celebrate the founding of the Black Spire Outpost and take place on May 4th, which coincidentally is what? Star Wars Day. Star Wars Day, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Uh, the Batuan Harvest Festival is going to celebrate golden lichen, a natural resource that goes on that grows on Batu. Uh, the outpost will be adorned in golden decorations. It is also known in Star Wars lore that Ogagara hoards this resource and uses it in her dishes and drinks served at her cantina. This event would coincide with the Halloween festivities that Disney parks are known for and provide seasonal decorations and an opportunity for unique food and beverage offerings. Mm -hmm. And then Life Day, uh, Cheryl probably does not remember this, but in 1978, there was a a Star Wars holiday special um, celebrating Life Day, which was pretty hideous because it involved uh, all sorts of Hollywood actors, and it was it was just it was brutal. Um, but uh, Life Day is going to be celebrated, but no time of the year uh, since it did happen, I believe, around fall. Okay. Um, no, no word when Disney's going to be celebrating it, though. All right. Um. So we heard about the new mask policy about only taking your. Um, mask off to eat or drink while you are sitting you can't be walking around and now there's some new signage that's on the trash cans around um disney world that are talking about that new policy that's right it's pretty much just a silhouette of a head with hair and a mask and it just says uh, face coverings are to be worn at all times except when actively eating or drinking while stationary and physically distanced and these are not just little tiny signs but they are signs that take up the entire side of a Disney trash can, uh, you know, from the underside of the swinging door all the way down to the bottom of the trash can itself. So they're big signs, pretty noticeable, and hopefully people get the hint. Yeah, and you can't use the excuse that you didn't see it. Exactly. All right. Um, We haven't talked about this in so long. A new bus wrap. This used to be like our news every week. We had a new bus wrap, and now there's another. I know. There's a new bus wrap. For the Eco Coaches, which are some of the Disney bus fleet, which utilize a renewable fuel. And uh, would you like to tell people about these? I don't know. They call them bus wraps. but Yeah, there's not much to them. It's a darker green band along the bottom, a uh, lighter, I don't know. That's not really lime green. Maybe we'll call it lime green. Lime green uh, stripe across the middle. And then the top part is... um, Near the windows is white, and then the they do those window covers that are sort of see through, but uh, are actually photos. We have uh, Russell on the windows from Up. Who's the other Kevin. character? And Kevin. I can't see the Kevin one. And uh, and then along the top, you've got a blue stripe. So they're really boring, but you know. But the green comes into play because the eco coaches are green, right? Which means they're you know eco friendly. And it actually says eco coach on the window. It does. So uh, so yay, new bus wrap. Um, this is kind of exciting. At Test Track, they reopened the uh, Chevrolet showroom, which, I don't know, seems like a silly thing to be excited about, but, um, a lot of these rides have been now opened, but without the extra experiences. So I know you weren't able to build, um, your car on Test Track. You maybe still can't do that. You're still not able to build your car. But, you know, at least they're bringing back some of it. So it's nice to see these things slowly coming back. At least they're not. So what happened is when you rode Test Track, you don't get to build your car. Which I think for for me is half the ride. It's yeah, half the experience of building your car, and then when you would get off the ride, you would have an entire showroom with Chevrolet vehicles and little experiences and interactive uh, exhibits that the kids could play with. So they've turned off all of the interactive stuff, but they're at least allowing you to go and check out the vehicles, right? 
Uh, they're all socially distanced. There are social distancing markers on the floor. Um, and like I said, all other interactive elements are closed off, but at least they're not just hurting you right through right now. Right. Okay, good. Um, uh, public showers are not currently available at Disney resorts. Which if you take it just by that title. <laughs> like why would like you need public what was, showers? What was going on there? Is this like a bathhouse in New York City <laughs> in the mid 80s? Um, so public showers do exist at Disney resorts if they have fitness centers and changing areas for the pool. Mm-hmm. So uh, until further notice, fitness centers and pool restrooms no longer have public showers. Uh, there is no word, however, how this affects the public showers at the Fort Wilderness Campground because they do have, uh, you know, multiple pads for campers and mobile homes of various sizes. Well, and for tents. There's for some tents. that are just Tent really for tents well, right. or pop-ups, which don't have bathrooms in them. Right. And for those, they have public showers and restroom facilities. So, uh, like I said, you know, no no word on how that comes into play for Fort Wilderness. I, I can't imagine it does or else they just can't really rent out spaces right. to people who don't have bathrooms well, in there. Welcome to your tent and you're going to stink for six days. Yeah. yeah, that wouldn't. I don't think that would work out too well. Find somebody washing out their pits in the middle <laughs> of the Magic Kingdom. In the lake. All right. Um, new, a new single has been released from the upcoming Phineas and Ferb movie. That's right. Phineas and Ferb, the movie, Candace Against the Universe is going to be released on Disney Plus on April, I'm sorry, April, not April, August 28th, uh, which is very much towards the tail end of their 104 days of summer vacation. Yeah. Um, And uh, they have a new song called Such a Beautiful Day, and it's going to join uh, some of their other hits like Squirrels in My Pants, Busted, and Gitchy Gitchy Goo, Mm -hmm. which you may remember from the original series. So I am very much looking forward to uh, some new Phineas and Ferb content. Yes, all right. Um, a Disney auction is coming uh, to California. They're going to have 1,100 items. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about what they're going to have? Yes. It is an auction being held by the Van Eaton Galleries, which are in Sherman Oaks, California. And the auction is going to include vintage theme park art, costumes, and a trash can from the Polynesian Resort. Ooh, <laughs> got a bit on that. There's going to be about 1,100 items. Um, the title of the auction is Disneyland, the first 65 years. It will take place August 15th and 16th. Bidding will also be allowed uh, by phone or online. The auction itself will be live streamed as well. Uh, there are going to be items such as a golden VIP ticket from opening day in 1955, an original Space Mountain ride vehicle, a haunted mansion tombstone prop, a rifle from the, the shooting gallery, uh, a trash can that says, trash please, mahalo, um, <laughs> One of the big ticket items is an Epcot preview book created for President Jimmy Carter. Okay. Uh, which is on there, and it, it's a pretty cool leather-bound book. And then they're going to have brochures, manuals, and press packets from the 1970s. Which celebrities do you think are going to be lining up for some of this stuff? Uh, definitely Stamos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's about all I, I can think of. <laughs> okay. Um, in Shanghai, some great news. Parades are resuming there, maybe because they managed to leave their masks on and it's not a complete cluster there like it is here in America. That's right. Uh, Storybook Express has been the daytime parade at Shanghai Disneyland since it opened in 2016. I can't believe they've been open for four years already. Um, they reopened on May 11th, so now we're, what, two and a half months from that point, And they have brought back the Storybook Express parade. It is currently uh, being done at 3.30 every day, and 
However, it is not listed after August 1st. So people believe that this trial is a, uh, that this parade is a trial period, Mm -hmm. um, but that it will be back in, uh, you know, full, in in its full glory very soon. Cool. All right. And then lastly, uh, also some good news in Paris. They're reopening some things. That's right. On August 15th, they are going to be reopening two of their stage shows. Uh, The first one, Lion King Rhythm of the Pride Lands to the Frontierland Theater. Uh, They are going to alter the seats to ensure social distancing among guests. And then Jungle Book Jive, uh, which used to be a show that took place outdoors in a parade-like format, but now it is going to take place in the Motours action stage at Walt Disney Studios, and it will debut with a brand new format and storyline. Okay, great. Yeah. So that's it. That's all of our news for today. Okay. So until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.